This is exactly right. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. We are leaving Swingers Diner. Goodbye, asshole. Goodbye, you evil Knievel themed diner. Goodbye, 1976 America. I never liked you in the first place. My goal this episode is... Oh, I hated 76. It was rough. I was one year old and I hated it. Hated my life that year. I was six and I was confused. My only way of dealing with it was to suck on my own toes. I just listened to a lot of Philadelphia Freedom by Elton John. Really? Not really. I just listened to whatever's on the radio in the big station. You really have no choice. Your little fingers couldn't change the knob. Please, Daddy, I would say. Turn it to a different station. Might we turn on the air conditioning as well, Father? Oh, please, Father. <laughs> but now... Uh-oh. Here we go. Already Immediately. Some drama. We Immediate have a guest. Immediate drama. It's the best. Yeah, blazing uh, right up third. I just want the sound quality to be good this time because if I, I don't want anyone on Twitter to send so any passive aggressive. Did you get some angry tweets? Yeah. Well, you're not ruled by those people. I they love every version of us. I need the approval of strangers. That's why I got in this business. Isn't it weird? Can I talk? Yeah, um, <laughs> Barbara Gray, everyone. Guys, our guest today is the luxurious Barbara Gray. Ooh, that's a good one. I, I know, like right? That. It just came out. The poised, the collected, uh, the hilarious, the well-postured Barbara Gray. The busy. The busy the bee. The talented. Busy bee. You're a busy bee. The best hair in the business. God. Barbara Ooh. Gray. Asymmetrical, filled with body. Bee. <laughs> Do you guys know that I'm from Salt Lake City and the bee, like bees are their thing? It's the beehive state. Oh, really? Because it's like all the little worker bees working for the Mormon church and then the hive is like the temple. Oh, that's oh, weird. That's scary. <laughs> so they base the ability to marry many women. It's all based on bees? Oh, I didn't think about that part. I don't know. I mean, is actually. Is that why the bees are dying? Yeah, I think so. Because of Mormonism? Because the, the Mormons are dying off. They the need to send totally. more kids out on their bicycles. <laughs> for every Mormon that dies... 10,000 bees dies yeah. as well. So you guys convert now or else the whole, you know, they say if bees die, the whole world dies. That's so. right. That's what I've heard. Watch out. Bring I, it on. I, in all seriousness, I do get excited when I see a bee and I do notice it's getting more and more rare that I see I was I was on a walk the other day and uh, an entire tree was just buzzing mm. and every they were pollinating like every inch of the tree and it freaked me the fuck out. Wow. That's not scary. 
That's horrifying. It was really scary. That was the Provo tree. Yeah, that was yeah. the... Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a That was shit. the main temple. Um, Barbara, were you raised as a Mormon? No, I wasn't. I was just there. <laughs> I was just there to check it out. I, I really thought you said, were you a racism Mormon? Were <laughs> that special racist? sect? Were you? <laughs> they are oh, no, they all are. Yeah. No, they're, um, they're just not very open. <laughs> right. It's, a, it's about them. And you about were them. never, your family and you were never Mormon? No, family. no, I grew up, or I was born in Palm Springs, and then we lived in Sacramento, and then my parents were like, oh, this place is terrible yes, for Sacramento children. Yeah, Sacramento will drive you straight out of it California. It will drive you to a much safer place, like Salt Lake City, for example, <laughs> so... The only thing I like about Sacramento is Guy Fieri's fusion Asian (laughs) barbecue place. Oh, God. He has that there? Guy ate here. You ever (sighs) notice that? How he puts that stencil? Does he really? On the wall of restaurants. I saw that at the Oinkster the other day. Guy Fieri, Sacramento is Guy Fieri if if Guy Fieri was a city. That's exactly (laughs) what it's like living there. It's like... His hair's on fire. It's and his one, shirts on fire. Yeah, it's like one big like bleached goatee. The, one, one big uh, like a loud guy that's talking about nothing and <laughs> smells like chili. <laughs> but I love you people in Sacramento. Nobody. Oh, our, Do we have listeners in Sacramento? Our state's capital. Guys, they're having a Sacramento con for your podcast. <laughs> it so just got pissed. canceled. They're calling the Holiday Inn right now. Cancel the boardroom reservation. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know what cosplay I'm going to do this year for SACCON. <laughs> what if people are dressing up as you guys and like having all this weird sex <laughs> stuff, like listening to the podcast and and fucking to it and stuff? Oh, that'd be amazing. Because that's all I can think about that happen at cons, right? It's just people like dressed up and fucking. Is that yeah. why people do it? I mean, it's a huge, like, I think an underground part of all that stuff. But aren't they nerds? Mostly? Nerds fuck. Yeah, nerds bump and grind. Tell yeah. me about it, guys. I don't know what the nerds do. They dress super like cool. Sailor Moon or, or a stuffed animal. Oh, right. When they, they yeah. have like a butt flap on their costume. Uh-huh. And then they go into like the ruckus room and they just rub together nerd genitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I know it to be. I, I, I've never been to any kind of a con though. I haven't either. No. I made my dad go to one in Salt Lake City once. I bought a ticket for both of us, and then I went, and Deanna Troy from Star Trek was there, and I was really pissed that she wasn't in her costume. (laughs) I have a question about Deanna Troy. Yes. My roommate used to watch, obsessively watch Next Generation, so I have, like, that uh, just absorbed knowledge about it that I don't want. Deanna Troy, uh, are her eyes black like that? Were those contact lenses? <laughs> I don't know, actually. I didn't she really like, think about it. She did she have really like dark eyes. Deeply black eyes and irises, so it kind of just like looked like a cartoon character eye. Is she the woman that's now on Orange is the New Black? She has done nothing no. since that's Star Trek. That's Grew. All right, the redhead? Yes, that's, uh, that was the captain yeah. on, a di- on Star Trek Voyager. Uh, no, I don't know, actually. I didn't look in... I wasn't close enough to see in her eyes at that okay. time, so... <laughs> Look it up I'll have to yeah, I'll have to be a mystery for now. Um, <laughs> for this moment. My phone is dead. I feel like a crazy per- like I feel so what lost and well, touch reaching mine? out right now. I could be getting so many texts. This could be where you get the call where they're like, We're recasting, we're revamping. Oh, revamping what? Oh yeah, friends. And you're Phoebe. <sighs> I don't know. That's the first name I thought of. Yeah. You're Chandler. Then, we're turning it on its ear. Everyone would want to be Phoebe. Everyone's women and everyone's black on the new friends. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be on it then. But. There's no jobs for 
white people yeah. this year. That's what my agent keeps telling me. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. Really? Because it seems like a lot of my friends are doing well. Nope. The, the Your friends are Mexican. Oh, okay. Weird. They didn't. They seemed all very fair-skinned and freckled. You don't know your friends like oh. I do. I'm an agent. Okay. Well. Oh, you're an agent. I'm playing I, the part of an agent. I get it. But yes. it's the same. It's my same voice. It's so adaptive. I, I like when you do your characters. They're <laughs> pretty good, right? Because they all sound like me. Oh, Chris. I had something I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Do you remember that time that we... A bunch of girls We prank called you And you freaked out I was like so I thought that it was Someone lashing out Against me yeah. And I got really mad Wait Can you just do no, The rundown someone, of the story so, Someone called crying And I thought Oh my god An ex-girlfriend Or something Just got physically Assaulted That's uh, mere, immediately Where I went And then When it no. was just Girls laughing I got really mad And I didn't know He if you're tweeted n- the number And it was like Who was calling me From there <laughs> Did anybody call you off that tweet? No, no one did because I think I was like, Chris, it's not like I told him, so he oh, deleted it. Oh, oh, and then I and then I had and then I felt weird. I remember. No, you apologize. <laughs> it was just funny. We were having a sleepover at you know because we're because <laughs> you're eleven young women, and um, <laughs> we decided to prank call a bunch of guys from and, under the blanket fort. Yeah, Fun. and I think it was Tess Barker calling you, and she was wasted. And she was just saying stuff about she was like, I'm on the one thirty four and my tire like yeah. I don't know what the I fuck she was saying. I'm someone yeah, exactly. I don't like pranks. <laughs> I, it was not a good prank. Ones where it's like, Oh, I'm in danger. And she uh, got, I she, got real mad. She got so freaked out because you kept you wouldn't stop calling her. So she changed her outgoing voicemail. <laughs> except oh, for she weird. was like, Hey, I'm just calling you. This is Tess. Like, she changed her outgoing voicemail to say her own name and, like, fucked it up again. Oh, it was great. that's funny. This is what I like about this story. That in most sleepovers, when people are 11 or 12 and they do prank calls, they're sober. Right. <laughs> so it's like that left turn of, like, being shit-faced and, like, oh, this will be a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It's a 911 call. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I'm dying on the side of a freeway. That'll be hilarious. He'll love this. This is perfect. I don't know what we were thinking, but we called Carl Hess and talked to him for like an hour. That was great. <laughs> were you screaming and crying? No, that was like, hey, I saw your show tonight. It was great. See, and Chris would have loved that. Yeah, yeah I would have like, I would have also known it was a prank, too. <laughs> yeah, like, we should have gone oh, with that. That's fun. You guys, hey, wait a second. We didn't, We it was all her fault. It was all in her hands. Well, I'm... I need to make amends with her. I feel well, when like we, I we'll had do a it again sometime. With her since then. No, no, we don't need to bring it back. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we do, if you do a lighthearted one, I will play along and be so much fun. You, right. you should go on Lady to Lady, the Robert's podcast. Yeah. Go on Lady to Lady, discuss it, and then make a plan of action with Tess. Oh, what about that? And maybe we could together scare the hell out we'll, of someone. Will you guys can prank call someone live? We'll we'll prank call Karen live on the show. Yes, and oh, I will. Great. And all will be resolved. I'll start screaming. I'll never stop, and I'll have to be hospitalized. <laughs> See, I, that that will give me so much closure. It is really dumb. Like it's a dumb thing to do. <laughs> Wait, but it's so fun. Can I tell you my favorite prank of yes, all time? Of course. This is my friend. Brian, uh-huh. uh, who is this hilarious gay guy that I knew when I lived in San Francisco. I worked at the Gap with him. 
and <laughs> he was super hilarious and goofy. And he tells me the story one night when we're super drunk. He goes, you want to hear what I did to my friend one time? And I was like, sure. And he goes, I put on, I put a pantyhose on my face over my head oh, and I climbed into her kitchen window with a knife. That what? And, oh. <laughs> and he goes, she freaked out so bad on me. And I was like, Brian, yeah. what are you talking about? He thought it was hilarious. And of course she starts crying and totally freaking out. And then he's like, Hey, it's just me. And then she like basically beat him up. Oh, uh, that's for doing of course. It, it was the, the idea, the way he said it was such innocence of like, Hey, you want to hear a funny prank I did where I'm like, that's what every girl's, that's every girl's that's, nightmare. Yeah, worst nightmare. And you cannot see what someone looks like under those things. No. Like she could not have known. Uh-uh. I no. can't even see what they look like when they're, they're on, on legs. On legs. Thank you. God, <laughs> I can't even, can't even, Thank you for jumping in and saving my own thought. I just, yeah, I, I love when someone's sharing a story like that and immediately you see the other person's side, a, a person who's a stranger to you and you're on their side. Yes. That's how bad of a prank idea that is. Well, I mean, just coming through the window alone, even if there was no pantyhose on his head, like a, a window breaking when you're standing like, in the kitchen. I gave her a singing telegram through the window. That's a better one, but it would still But still scary. Coming through, there's so many things about that that are not okay. It's, he had a yeah. weapon. He <laughs> came through the kitchen, kitchen window. He could have gotten himself killed. <laughs> yes. She probably had knives in her kitchen, too. She, he has no idea. Which she, she could have carried a small pistol yeah. like attached to her ankle. There's all kinds of things he didn't know. He just like, was a having lot, a good could, time. A yeah, there could have been a ghost protecting the house that... <laughs> Attacked him. Her dead mother. That's a poltergeist. Looking yeah. Over her. Just looking for closure. A Rottweiler. Good classic Rottweiler situation. Oh, well, a Rottweiler ghost. Yeah. <laughs> the most vicious kind. I would be love to be haunted by a dog. Just all your ears barking, and there's just. It's just always trying to get let out. Just pee everywhere. And sometimes they're drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> it's going through them. Oh. Um. Me and my friends used to do this, like, call prank thing where we would call up one of those sex phone lines. Like, the ones where... Not, like, the ones where you're paying to, like, talk to a lady, but, like, it's, like, those chat party lines. Yeah. So it's free for women, and guys would call in, and you would talk to the guy and try to say, like, the weirdest shit possible to them. (laughs) You know? Like, I would be, like... That would make me so scared. (laughs) I can't. I'm not good at phone prank calls. Well, I would. What, I would, what would they do? I would say, you know, like you would at first, they'd be like, "Yeah, what are you doing? What are you wearing and stuff?" And they'd be like, "I'm just sitting here with my girlfriends because everyone's like laughing, you know." Yeah. And you were like, "I want you to like." Eat. This is really gross, by the way, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I'm about to say. I was like, "I want you to like eat a sesame seed bagel and then shit it out on me." And so the sesame <laughs> seeds are on like That's weird. what someone said. No, I said that to oh. freak them out. <laughs> we were trying to freak them out as much as possible. Shit the seed. <laughs> I want you to select the seeds from the bagel in your body and shit out little seeds like a BB gun. Use your colon as a special muscle. Yeah. And pick seeds off the chewed bagel. It's such a turn on when a man has selective colon strength. Can you weed through and maybe throw in a cherry pit? Oh, yes. <laughs> that was when you knew he's the special one. Where, uh, there's two different movies that where there's a vomiting cherry pit one is Witches of Eastwick, I yes. think. The other is Stand By Me. Yep. The vomiting of oh, cherries. Oh, yeah, the cherry. Nothing turns me on more. Lard <laughs> up. Guys... <laughs> it was a good switch around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that good. was a, some nasty, well, yeah. perfect. I mean, but when you're a kid, boy, that God is damn, it was just funny. comedy porn. It was so good. My dad used to chant lard ass all the time. 
because he loved that. To rave reviews <laughs> to nearby strangers. And that's why I have a very advanced eating disorder. <laughs> but that's how it goes. He would yell it to you in public? <laughs> no, no, no. Father is oh my terrible. god! No, no, we just like movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be like any time. I can't even really explain it now. It would, it, it would be contextually accurate. My um, my boyfriend's parents. I just met them, and they always would say Seinfeld for like from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. If you know, do you guys remember that? Whatever the Chinese restaurant episode. And oh. s- but they did. Did they do a Chinese accent? Well, they say it like the guy, and he goes Seinfeld for like that's how he says it exactly. Oh, okay. Um, but like, so they were just they both said it separately from each other, which I thought was funny. It's just like in their thing. That's what they say. And now I've started saying it to my boyfriend, quoting them, quoting Seinfeld. But now it's like we're saying it, and I'm like, oh no! Like we just adapted this weird thing that your parents do. I think if I was a guy and my girlfriend started telling my dad's jokes, my boner would crawl <laughs> into my body. <laughs> I think it's Forever. so cheesy that they do it, so that's why I'm doing it. But yeah, it's like it doesn't. I don't know. That we used to do that all the time. Where I, the hackiest conversation I think you can have at the, at a table, but I still love it the most is people who are from the East Coast and the West Coast start talking about the snack foods that they did and didn't have growing up. Oh yeah. And you can get into it, and like immediately everyone will be like, "Did you have cheese doodles?" Like I never even heard of those. Right. And, I've overheard people doing it, and so I always start the conversation because I'm doing it kind of sarcastically, but then everybody immediately jumps in of like, we didn't even have Carvel. What? That's all we had. And it backfires and actually becomes enjoyable. And, and it That's turns like into a loud... boring conversation, because why do you want to hear all about something you've never experienced? Like, because care? it's like a weird, like... <laughs> It's almost like the other day my friend was eating wheat thins and then I, and she offered me some. I was like, I'm from a Triscuits family. And then <laughs> we all started laughing and it was like people were like, oh, were you wheat thins or Triscuits? And we also, we like started breaking it down. And it's just it's those so weird funny. like childhood specifics where like wheat thins were never even a consideration in my family. No one ate them. Oh, if you start talking about snacks and what I didn't have as a kid, I sound like I was abused. Because <laughs> you didn't have anything. We were your parents no just food healthy? in the house or? ever. I don't know why I wasn't just this emaciated... If there's ever food and we touched it, I've mentioned this. I'm gonna go ahead and call. Have myself. you talked about do this it. before? Do it. I said, don't don't touch that. It's for it's for the office or a recipe. <laughs> My mom would make stuff for recipe or sorority. She didn't go to college, but she's in a sorority. Like some office old, somewhere. Yeah, she's some Tupperware party yeah. sorority. Oh and yeah. Then, oh, made so many delicious. All of a sudden, she could that cook. you couldn't eat. But oh, for, no. it was always for it someone was just else. Cooling on the counter. <laughs> oh God! My what sister torture. and I <laughs> try and reach for it, uh, and then we get the wooden spoon on the knuckles. Is what we'd get. So you were abused. Yeah, that turns out. <laughs> turns out I was. Oh man, I'm like the. I will always eat that shit. Do not leave anything on the counter. I will eat it. I will float towards it like Yogi Bear. Yeah, there's just no question. <laughs> what's your What's your dream, Barbara? You go first. What's your dream snack someone would leave on a counter that you could steal? I mean, donuts. Yeah. I'm only thinking because that's what just happened like two nights ago with my roommates. I ate half of one like they wouldn't. I was like, what am I doing? I almost just like licked it and I was like, no, I should just eat this. You know just what? eat it. I'm not, I don't have much of a sweet tooth, but I do like if someone, and it's something I would never order or eat for myself, but if someone leaves out, if they made a bunch of meatballs. 
I will oh, always yeah. steal a meatball. Oh, a meatball. are you in that situation a lot? I'm <laughs> always in some meatballs, meatballs within arm's reach. <laughs> I, I feel like it's an ongoing hidden camera show. I mean, I'm pretty life. much anything. I was my dream, but I guess <laughs> just left <laughs> out, prepared. Just yeah, something like leftover. I mean, I love like leftovers. You, you know? kind of just prefer everything. Yeah. Yeah. It all sounds good. Me too. I'm not too finicky. I like. I'm insanely finicky. I like, um, if it were something, you know what it is? It's like, uh, store candy. Like Ooh. if someone had like a Kit Kat on the counter, yeah. I'd be like, well, I'm just going to steal this and I don't care who, who it belongs right. to. What like, about homemade candy? No. My mom, I, maybe I've told this story when it was like a Christmas party and they have those little, um, you pour liquid candy into a mold and stick it's a like stick a cake in it pop. and it turns into a just a popsicle like a hard right. candy popsicle no shape. those aren't that good she made cinnamon like Christmas tree shaped popsicles no they're not good at all yeah and she put way too much cinnamon to where all these kids were licking them and their mouths were burning they all started crying <laughs> They had to be picked up. Their parents had to come and get them. It, like, ruined the party. <laughs> was it your party? They burned their... Um, I, there was kids there, so it had to be mine. Like a... Like, you, like a family Christmas party? I think party it was or just... Like a yeah. School be, party? I just remember there being kids there, and they were crying because their mouths <laughs> were burning. The best prank of all. And she's like, oh, yeah, you guys don't like one. cinnamon? <laughs> um, they're crying because of pain, Mom. They're See, again, pain. she didn't want anyone to actually eat any of the stuff <laughs> she made. Right. She, then she wrapped those up again and brought them into the office. <laughs> Judy, Diane, do you like cinnamon? That's like what you would hear about. Don't don't go door, trick or treat. There's a razor blade in the candied <laughs> apple. Or you get burning sickles. <laughs> <laughs> the burn sickles. Have you guys ever done that, the cinnamon challenge or whatever? No. Oh, I, there's a very funny video of that where the lady is coughing so hard and her teeth fly out and there's a cloud of cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's just insane. these. Uh, it looks like the, who are the, the South African rap duo that are doorbell motor tattooed? Oh, the guys who were in uh, yeah, that Prattis. movie? They were in Chappie, yeah. Yeah, they're in Chappie. Oh, yes. Oh, and it looks like that guy. And he's like... Uh, do you want to do the cinnamon challenge? And the lady's like, sure, I love cinnamon. That's how she said <laughs> And she puts it in, and she just, her eyes bulge out, and then she coughs, and there's a cinnamon cloud, and her teeth just shoot out. Her teeth? What do you mean her teeth? Like her, her, her dentures, dentures, yeah. Her fake teeth were yes. not ever dented in. And she, or polydent, sorry. I always forget. Which yeah, is the which glue, is your sponsor. Which is the cleaner. Uh, this episode brought to you by Poly and Everdent. Poly and Everdent. You keep them stuck, we'll keep them clean. Anyway, um, just to a cloud of... But, yeah, have you tried to do it? I, I've done it, like, by accident. You know, where, like, I had a lot of cinnamon and I just accidentally inhaled a bunch of it. And it was pretty mortifying. Did you... Was it super burny? Like, it's like... It's just... It's not as burny as it is just, like, a cloud of stuff you can't get out of your throat yeah, or whatever. <laughs> it's we, really... Cre- yeah, it's kind of scary. Die Antwoord. Die Thank you. This, this video, look it up. Die looking guy makes mom spit out teeth. <laughs> Nothing will come up, but you'll probably have an interesting evening of, of something. What if that worse. was like the new directive of our podcast is we describe YouTube videos? We oh, make? that sounds great. It sounds like, like every the best party ever. Yeah, it's like the new E show that I get fired from doing a warm up on. Okay, too personal. Okay. I was at a, was I was real. eating dinner with some people last night and this guy was like describing a vine to us and then had to look it up and I was just like just don't please. Oh, describing vines. Yeah, and here's the best thing. Video. It's yeah. on a loop, you guys. Guys, you can never you can 
always watch it. So what I described in constant infinity. What I took two minutes to describe. The six, <laughs> six seconds. The six second visual. Visual. Candlelight visual. Digital. So we're going to Molly Malone's where Karen oh. has hung out. It's, a, it's an old-timey Irish pub. Ooh, you have a story about Molly Malone? I have several that I can't remember because I am an alcoholic. But we used to go there a lot in the 90s. And there was one... When Barbara texted me because we were making plans to eat dinner anyway. And then she's like, I have a show at Molly Malone's. And I was immediately like, oh, no. Like, that's a big text reaction. What is the best, most standout story of your your uh, just downward spiral well I would say <laughs> <laughs> the Molly Malone's one there was uh, we went there one that day. one yeah, yeah <laughs> it's just that um, no it's a it's it, because I was telling Barbara I remember it all these things like really quick flashes because I was a blackout drunk so I just remember it was it was uh, St. Patrick's Day and Flogging Molly the band was playing there so they were very that rocked. sounds like a nightmare yeah like so many people. I mean, there insane. must have just been like everyone was ankle deep in barf. Yeah, it was that oh, it was wow. that kind of situation. And we walked up to the door, and I know that the the <laughs> thanks. Yeah. I know the doorman. Uh, there was some pause. Something happened at the door. I don't really remember. The next thing I know, I was being spun around in a circle on the dance floor. Um, and it was that kind of thing where I was like waking up into like, oh, now I'm da- like dancing a oh, reel. Wow. Uh, while Floggy Molly is playing, it was very like I was almost it was like a, being on a pirate ship. It was very like and being, <laughs> of course. Spin, being spun in a circle. And then the next thing I remember is yelling in the uh, bouncer's face, like you can't tell that me what to do. That always ends well. That always ends well. Yeah, they love that because then they always go, "Hey, hey that's all I do is you're, tell people you're what feisty, to do. yeah, right? They're like, "Hey, I, you have a point. I'm going to let you back in. I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm going to quit my job and just let you enjoy your night because <laughs> this isn't how the universe is supposed to work. <laughs> you're you're so smart, and you really have a point because you're a big drunk. I mean, well, isn't that floggy Molly? That's what they they just want everyone to pretend they're pirates. I I think so. I got hired by their tour manager to do t-shirts. Uh, I thought you were going to say to do warm-up. To do warm-up. <laughs> Another <laughs> warm-up oh, you kit. fuck, Stuart! <laughs> I hope you like squeeze box. <laughs> Has anyone lost their leg going up the topsail here? <laughs> we, we, I, and look at me now. I'm in the crow's nest. <laughs> look Why at am me. I, oh, am I Irish now? Anyway, uh, yeah, I. they never paid me. He told me exactly what they wanted. We want ships. We want old-timey pirate-type art. We want bonefish. A flying bonefish, like sure. specific stuff. We want a jersey that says Vlogging Molly with a number. I did all this stuff, and then they just didn't pay me. So fuck that band, except for the accordion player, Matt Hensley. He, uh, I had a wall dedicated to him. He used to be a skateboarder. Oh. I had a wall, de- and then he quit skateboarding, and then was in this band playing an accordion. Uh, all true, and none of it interesting. Well... I liked it. I like the idea that you could transition from skateboarding to a professional accordion playing. Well, the funny yeah, that's thing pretty. Is good. I that's skipped the middle nice. part where he's a billiards player. He was like a pool no. player. He was on ESPN and stuff. Are you thinking of the most fascinating man in the world from Dosaki's commercials? He, he doesn't sleep with many women, but when he does, <laughs> it's they're wenches. He sings hey. the nine in the eight pocket. <laughs> Thank you. There it is. It's so hard. Sorry, to... what was yours, Barbara? Exactly. No, that yeah, they're winches. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, don't throw it back here. <laughs> I really don't want to repeat my wench. I'm just line. looking at the his and her hair goods store. <laughs> oh. oh, that's a good way to distract us. 
Right? Looking around. It is his and her. It is it is his and her. <laughs> it is his and also hers. Oh Those man, two. coming up on the tar pits, the what the fuck? Have you guys ever like taken people there who wanted to go there for yeah, that time? Yeah, I took my family there one time. They're just so I dumb. A, a friend's mom was visiting, and she's, she was she's <laughs> like, "I, you have to go to the Liberia tar pits. They're amazing." I'm like, "What? I don't. <laughs> How? It's so. I mean, I haven't gone, and I've gone obviously in LACMA, but not like the the tar pit museum or whatever, which which might be interesting. I guess I don't know. Yeah, but they have that weird, sad like. Mastodon being yeah. like murdered by the tar and its family, like on the shore watching it. Yeah, it's so sad. They're like making you see the worst of the tar pits. Yeah, like how about the good things that happen in tar pits? Also, where like is all the rest of the tar? Because I worked across the street and there was like tar in the parking lot. So, how far does that go? Oh wow! You mean there's it continued? Yeah, like it's underground over across yeah, the street. Yeah, there's still bubbling, bubbling crude over there. Well. For- <laughs> From what Texas I remember, tea. From, the, from the movie Volcano, um, this is this was Ground Zero essentially for the movie Volcano. Oh, you're right. There's the there's, there's the sad. There's the sad. That is they, horrifying. Yeah, I've never seen that. They light it up at night, so everyone always remembers. That's the 9/11 of, of yeah. Yeah. always remembers and tragedies to never forget this Jurassic <laughs> tragedy. Just a bubbling crude mom, <laughs> ankles deep. And the horrible thing when a when an elephant drowns in tar, they, uh-huh. they never forget it. Oh, their memories. I sh- I that's where they got the yeah September 11th tagline. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why there's a mastodon on the September 11th flag. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys watch that documentary about the woman who faked that she was? Oh in it? no, I, have I heard, heard about it. About it. It's yeah. really interesting. Could you give us a brief. It's make just it she's she's from I, I she's from somewhere in Europe I can't remember like Russia or Bavaria. something okay and uh, she just yeah she came up with this whole thing that her fiance had uh, been there and died in the towers and he actually had but then she said that she worked there she'd worked at the bank and she became like the head of like the survivors group oh, in no. New York yeah. and all this shit and then people just started realizing that she was kind of like weird and not telling the truth yeah, and they just realized that bank didn't exist an employee said I work <laughs> yeah. that wasn't I work at uh, XYZ Bank Incorporated <laughs> um, doesn't sound like a bank but she seems authentic actually it wasn't a bad bank name though right guys <laughs> XYZ, could, could <laughs> XYZ Money Incorporated yeah <laughs> dollar sign dollar sign and their motto is dollar dollar bills y'all yeah mm-hmm <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I totally bank there. But yeah, she like got found out and then just like disappeared. I guess so. Well, maybe her and that guy from what, whatever Steve Buffalo Ramsey Wild Wings. Or whatever. <laughs> the kid who, who pretended to be caught in a hot air balloon. Oh yeah, <laughs> Balloon Boy. <laughs> I knew there was something wrong with Balloon Boy uh, early on. What? Okay, yeah. this brings us. Have you guys seen? <laughs> I think it's Bubble Boy. Boy in the Bubble, not the, the John Travolta one. No, the yes. Have you seen it? Oh, yes. Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Where a horse, like, trips over his air cord. Yeah. And he's, like, his face is pressed. Yes. It's John Travolta (laughs) in his most John Revolting role. Okay. That movie. (laughs) (laughs) And the horse trips over the power thing, and he's, like, looking at the horse. And does he die? I haven't seen it. He, like, starts choking. He's all excited about the horse, and then... It's, oh, it's kind of like uh, Mac and me as far as just, I can't believe people used to be dumb enough to just watch this and not point and laugh. 
Right. I remember seeing it when it was like, because I think it was like a Friday night. It was TV like a TV special. movie. Yeah. yeah, it was like ABC Night at the Movies or whatever. And then that concept, it was like, I remember being a little kid and thinking, I never thought of those poor people who have to live in plastic bubbles, which of course don't really exist. It's like... Do they? I mean, they have to in some way, right? Well, I don't... Not in the way of like, it's a teen boy that needs to get rolled outside. Yeah, I don't, and goes yeah. to regular high school classes. Yeah, I think if it does happen, <laughs> right. it's pretty hospitalized and special. Yeah, it's your last moment. It's not the thing where you're the girl you meet uh, somewhere rolls you outside and then a horse comes by. There's <laughs> <laughs> just so many things about it were just ludicrous. And, yeah, having to act from inside that bubble is a little weird. Well, only Travolta can pull it off. Yeah. God, he's good. <laughs> good! Always oh, been good. Dead. Oh, that butt chin. Do you guys, uh, did you ever see the Trilogy of Terror? Which, is that was the one that was the most famous, like, made-for-TV movie when I was growing up. No. No. Which is, you have to look it up, because it's really amazing. It was, it was, um, three different stories that are, like, horror stories or whatever, but it's totally, it was totally for, like, kids. It was, like, a Friday night thing, but me and my sister and my three cousins watched it, and everybody freaked out. And the one that we freaked out the most about and that I remember best is a woman, her her sister brings a doll back from like, say, Tahiti or the islands. And this on the doll, it's like a wooden doll. It's all carved and just says, don't take the necklace off. And so she's like, that, what a nice gift. And puts it down, goes and gets in the shower. The necklace just falls off. Oh, it's not even her fault. It's not her fault. How would that trigger the curse then? They are very specific do not take the necklace off. Well, it falls off. Oh, well, that's not Fate, her fault. I mean, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because then that little doll comes to life Uh-oh. and has a little knife and starts chasing her around the apartment. This is ripped off the movie Cat's Eyes and an episode of Brady Bunch so far. But no. Oh, well. <laughs> Wait, and what kind of like, was it like, what kind of animation do they use for the doll? Was it claymation terrible. or something? Like if you, if we watched it now, it would be laughably bad. Oh, right. Um, but... When you see it, like, it tries to attack her in the bathtub. She puts a towel over it and puts it in the oven. And eventually Ugh. she jumps out the window <laughs> to get away from it. And we it freaked awesome. us all out so that. bad. Like, my teenage cousin Stevie woke up in the middle of the night screaming. Wait, does the little doll eventually get chopped up in a, in a fan? No, that doll becomes the mayor. Oh, wow. What Becomes the mayor? It's a no. happy ending. No, no, no. I can't remember. I it's would like... love to see a tiny mayor because when he brought uh, big scissors to kind of rent, <laughs> they'd be regular size scissors. I'd love the tiniest mayor. <laughs> the tiniest little evil doll mayor. Here's a key to the city. This is a little key to my jewelry box. You're adorable, little mayor. You little asshole mayor. He's just stabbing everybody's ankles. And I do remember having the thought when I was watching it of like, he's just going to stab her ankles. It's just like, you know, surface wounds. If you're a little guy with a knife, always go for the Achilles. <laughs> they fall face first and then you're going to have your way with them all one, knife style. One clean slice. People do have that fear of the ankle thing. They like will put their ankles uh, down in front of their bed. Really? Yeah. It's like a, something's going to grab their ankle. Yeah. Uh, it's a big thing. It, it, yeah. I think about it. I used to think about it when I'd run upstairs that someone was going to run after me and cut my ankles. So I'd ran upstairs always. Oh. Wow. I, um, in, uh. And that's true. College. <laughs> that's I made, I made a short film about people who collect dolls, like a short documentary. So I go and got to go in all these people's houses and see their fucking crazy doll collections. Ooh. 
It was terrifying. Wow. There was one woman who, like, their dolls covered their entire bed, and they'd have to take them all off at night. <laughs> like pillows. Yeah, just, I mean, like, hundreds of dolls. That's crazy. And then she was like, when I die, I just want to be buried with my raggedy hand. Like, oh, that was her no. request. Well, there's one doll that horrifies me. It's like the vintage porcelain tilted back, the eyes closed. Oh, doll yeah. That, people yeah. collect those. And my mom and I, she lives in Spokane, and uh, it was one of the last memories of, like, hanging out with her and her being adventuresome. We were walking through the neighborhood and peeked in a window. I don't know why we were looking in windows. Because <laughs> we saw from a distance all these dolls. Don't be a dick, weirdo. This isn't... Oh, you are... Look at him. Oh, he's like a oh my God, he's so cool. He's the reason I carry pepper spray. I'd love to get out and just feed Look him at his like weird little jet fuel why thing. Why did he in the go zippity-zip? Look at my butt. He's trying to impress me. Should we get him? Should we get him to say You're something on the so podcast? You're so dumb. You're weird. You're weird. I'm putting the microphone out You're to him. You're such a weirdo. <laughs> we love Excuse you. Excuse me. Why are That's you so, so weird? weird? He turned all the way around and looked at us, Barbara. He did. He looked right at us. Oh yeah. He, he looked right at us. He's I just thought he was lame until he started shy. flirting with all of us. <laughs> I, I added myself. Well, That's we can, we don't know which one he thinks is the prettiest, okay? We just don't. Uh, we have to you find out who he picked. Clearly made eye contact with me. <laughs> I can. I have 20-20 vision. Oh, man. I definitely used sorry. to... Eye contact was like my move for so long, right? You just stare intensely at someone across from room. Mine was a hole in the bottom of the popcorn box. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. Where you Mine put your phone number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a yes, no, maybe, no. <laughs> Is this handing things out of the hole? <laughs> yes, yes, no, maybe. Shaking women's hands. <laughs> Is this my dick in your hand? Yes, no, maybe. Um, oh, sorry. So my my we looked in this window and saw a wall of dolls. Oh, doll wall. And the other side was a wall of Marilyn Monroe oh, portraits. God. No. And it was like, wow, this is crazy. And then. All of a sudden, and then the guy, loneliest person in the world. This guy <laughs> in a long black gown who looked just like Buffalo Bill started spinning around and dancing. <gasps> no. And no! had a stick all over his mouth. Yeah. No! And my mom and I just, we were in the bushes watching him. And we <laughs> just watched in silence. And then he started to look out the window and we ran. And it was snowy. <laughs> we ran. It was like my mom and I just teepeed a house. We ran and laughed. Wow, it, that's it incredible. So what awesome. a great, yeah. like, memory. That's yeah, amazing. It was, it was like, yeah, it was a great... I like, love creeping on people. I love yeah. walking around at night when everyone's lights are on. And it's the best. In I New don't York. like go up that far, but you know you get to see a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm addicted. Just driving in a car, I almost crash because I try and look in windows as I drive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just seeing people sitting at lunch. At lunch, it's nighttime when you can see in windows. <laughs> Fairbanks, you fucking idiot! This is where your story falls apart. Dinner, dinner. Oh, everything's been a lie. My whole life's a sham. <laughs> Whatever, late night lunch. You see, or just people, or see the <laughs> ugly painting they have on the wall, or if mm-hmm. you're lucky, some sweet, sweet naked tits. <laughs> oh, you, uh, I thought I was with a bunch of boys for a minute. <laughs> no, it's a girl's time. Oh, no, I talked about boys. I mean, everyone would look at naked tits. Exactly. I yeah. knew you two would come around. <laughs> I would do that. But it'd be funny if I said, I knew you two would come around and I'm pointing at a photo of boobs. <laughs> oh, man. You guys, it's one of my favorite hotels on the left. That I'll tell you, the Four Seasons in West Hollywood. I'm good at changing the subject. Yeah, good job. Great. But here's my great anecdote. We drove by there once and Tommy Lee Jones was driving out in a black Mercedes. Of course. And we were stopped right in front of him. And 
as he, I let him go in front of us and he, uh, he winked. He waved, but I thought he was just waving. I was like, because I was like, of Maybe course he you was can signaling. go. And he like gave us a nice wave, and then I realized my friend in the back seat was completely waving at him, like full, full <laughs> waving. Right. I was like, oh, I thought we were all decided to play it cool silently, but of course, no. You. What's up with uh, Tommy Lee Jones these days? I think he's just taking it easy in Connecticut. I was thinking of Tommy Lee the whole time. I thought Tommy <laughs> Lee at first. No. And then I was. Okay. Well, they have the, like, the exact Lee. same name, and they probably you know, both stayed in that true. hotel. That is true, but Tommy Lee Jones has that really attractive uh, acne, pockmark acne scars that I love so much. Yeah, J- Edward James almost smooth face. <laughs> <laughs> So I, it's long and convoluted, but that's one of my. It's worth it when you yeah. finally land. Almost smooth face is Edward not James a good. Almost smooth face. <laughs> um, also, who else has that? Um, Pockmarks. Let's talk skin. Yeah, let's <laughs> finally talk skin. <laughs> finally, what uh, everyone's Ray been Liotta waiting for. It. Yeah, Ray Liotta. I love his face. Who yeah. else has it? Who has those? No pox- girls, not one lady. Um, uh, Cameron Diaz has kind of a. And she's beautiful, huh? So <laughs> it, it, she doesn't have popcorn skin like Tommy Lee It looks like someone went skeet shooting with her. No, I, she I've heard is, is with the guy, one of the guys from. Uh, she, she carries around a putty knife. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Benji, like uh, Benji Madden. She's married Benji, to Benji Madden. Madden. That's such what a weird. Um, what is it I called? Why can't remember. I? Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. Yeah. That's false advertising already. <laughs> that mediocre Charlotte. Oh, some the bad. <laughs> they are bad. They are bad. Fuck, I had that something to say for everything. Oh, yeah, we tend to... It's rapid fire. Yeah. yeah. None, of it, none of it good, but all of it quick. up with you. <laughs> it's hard. There's just a lot of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We, you know what? Let's pause for a second and let Barbara... Th- no, okay. no, I keep going. I don't know what the hell it was. Barbara, there's a uh, beautiful uh, historic house in Missoula, Montana, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, on the front is a neon sign that simply says Babs. It's the Babs oh. house. Really? So I should take a picture of it sometime. And you Why can is say, the neon sign there? Here's my childhood home. Oh, because uh, it used to be a whorehouse. Oh, so Babs was like the... Yeah, she was the madame. She was the lady? Uh Uh-oh, green light. Do you guys think I can go... Like, I don't like... I've never liked my name, Barbara. And Babs is okay, but I don't like calling myself that. But it's like... I think it's better than Barbara, right? I don't know what to do. I love Barbara. It's a classic name. There's nothing wrong with Barbara. I don't like it. I guess I just gotta give in. No one likes their name. Yeah. But you guys have, like, normal names. They sound good. I didn't want a normal name. Well, maybe I But, like, you have a good, like, normal first name and then, like, a kick. <laughs> when I was a kid, I decided because there was a cool kid named Scott and he had cool shoes, and I was in a daycare pre pre kindergarten, and I told my parents I want to be named Scott now, and they called me Scott for like a month. That's sweet. And uh, so I it worked. My name was Scott, and then I was like, you know what? I think that kid wronged me in some way, or I noticed his or his shoes weren't as cool anymore. Yeah, yeah, his shoes got his shoes got dirty. I, and I said, I'm Chris again. I did this weird thing whenever I would have a crush on a celebrity, I would make people call me that. So I was obsessed with George Harrison, and I made people call me George in junior high. That's interesting. So you had a crush on yourself. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, but 
definitely. Wait, what name would you like, Barbara? Instead, I don't know. I don't. I just know. I never felt like mine fit me. You know what I mean? So I think it's kind of adorable that you had a crush on George Harrison. Oh, I did. I was obsessed with him. Oh, that's funny. first. It was Paul, and then I was like, "Fuck Paul." I like George. <laughs> I like George's solo where Cloud Nine's the best album ever. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's the best Beatle. <laughs> really. <laughs> Don't fight her on it. <laughs> I'm what not. if Barbara, what if we call you Harrison? Oh. Ooh, Harrison's pretty good. I was thinking what well, I was telling Chris, this is the thrilling conversation you missed at the table. Oh, that yeah. a lot of people always think my name is Deborah, I think because it's kinda like Barbara. But Deborah's not as a good change, one way. No. No. Barbara's no. way better. I mean Deborah and Barbara would hang out, they'd be roommates for life. Yeah. Yeah. Deborah and Barbara. Seventy six. And their cats. I was thinking about Scout. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I can't do this. You, this is a safe space. I'm just laughing straight in your face. It just, it's like, it is the most pretentious thing to be like, what am I named? <laughs> well, and also just from the outside, you're clearly a barber to me. I mean, like, really? But all, all I know, but the thing is, if my last name wasn't Gray, then I wouldn't maybe think about it. But it's so old. With the word Gray, like, yeah. come on. That's some old But it seems, it doesn't seem old lady. It seems classic to me. Like, that's the kind of name you want. A Jones. You're Jones, and you're Barbara's, and you're... I'm not Grace Jones. This is not Grace Jones level of <laughs> name. Like, no, that's a different thing. Jones is nice. Grace is nice. Why don't you be Grace? Ooh, Grace, Grace Gray? Nice. Grace no, Gray? Three name. cats named Grace. Grace Gray. But you can't. Um, Grace is pretty good. It won't stick, you know. That's no, the thing I know. Stuff like this. I'm I'm past the point, but I just like every year I kind of get in a thing where I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll do it now. It's kind of like the hair thing where it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna shave off all my hair. Yeah, you know. Oh, don't do it. It's not. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it, but you think about it because you think it's gonna change your life, even though it won't do yeah, shit. Well, that's you right. Know? You'll make some money. Get that hair to a wig maker. I actually have looked so like long as it's, it's not. It doesn't make as much as you would hope. Oh really? How much does it make? Like if you? I think this would be like two, maybe two or three hundred bucks. Not like. Mm. Then I'll buy the wig and I'll wear it and I'll be like, call me Barbara. <laughs> I'm Barbara. I appreciate the name. <laughs> call me Barbara and then I dance in front of my dolls. Yeah. Get a doll. That's what seems a like a Barbara would do. It looks just like you. I um there was a speaking of name changes uh, a hippie kid at a bar in Montana that I met one night and he was just no fun. He was just... And yeah, his, hippies, yeah. He had changed his name to the word fun. It said it on his oh, license. Oh, no, right? you're not a just band. Just the word fun. There was no... And it was way... This was a long time ago. No first name? Fun. It's his driver's... He showed it to me. It just was the word fun. Ugh. I'm like, how do you do that? Get so out of here. So I just did it. And he was not... He was, That was the most... The reason I told the story is that he was the furthest person from what? fun. Maybe that's why he did it. Hmm. He knew that he was not fun. But also it's like... Hey, uh, tell me the story of how you did this walking. Get the fuck out of here, fun. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Wait, what? I didn't get what just happened. Well, tell this story walking. Tell the story walking. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It was, like, it was kind of like a, a switcheroo, but it wasn't good. I thought you were in a roundabout way asking me to do my Christopher Walken. <laughs> Please. <laughs> would you? His name was fun. Hey, what are you guys? Oh man, it's funny. It's just like that snack game that you describe. Right. People, everyone says, "Oh, impressions." I hate that kind of comedy. But if you do them even shittily, everyone is entertained. Who, yes. who, do I, you guys have any ones that you can do well? See, now I'm doing. Now I'm doing it. Yeah, I now I'm invested. Because you want to know. I I can only do people that we all know, and they're comedians. So. Do Howard Kramer. It's my favorite. Do it. 
Talk about the fun guy with Why the Edwards voice. Talk about the fun guy? There's, uh, every time you tell a story, it doesn't lead in. Why do I sound like... I sounded like Trump. Every time you tell a story... Yeah, you got a little, like, New York accent well, he's in there. from Jersey. Do the next. Why don't you... Uh, it, it gets loud and then he... Maybe I can't do it anymore. Do you think that maybe I can't do it? I mean, your, your head has to be turned to... No, it. no, it doesn't. No. Oh, everybody. Oh, oh, Alan Kramer. Zoo, 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 zoo. Zoo, zoo. You know how it's No, Skittles. No, something about the thing. No, well, now I'm, now I'm, I'm going to go bum a cigarette from somewhere. Howard Kramer, everyone. I like that you just say the thing that he does. <laughs> I just blurt out the consonants. Yeah, I'm going to go you home to Howard is always going zoo, oh, zoo, zoo. Taking a left. Yeah, that is, zoo. I do know that. I love the zoo. I like the zebra. Sama. <laughs> There you go. Just a love. You gotta say summer to summer. get into it. Get yeah. your gum. <laughs> I gotta go. Take me to Molly Malone's. I guess I can't do it anymore. Oh yeah, it's time for your comedy concert. This is fifteen minutes back. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Sorry. So you know. No, that's okay. But we should probably we'll head on back. I mean, no, okay. take your. I get me there exactly. I don't want to be there any earlier. And what it was? Yeah, let's talk about your show. Yeah, it's like the format is a dozen people. Oh, I they said it. I don't. I think it's mostly stand ups. There's some kind of weird thing about a variety show. And Uh-oh. then, Ooh, like when I got I booked, there was like eight variety. people. And then today, when he listed it, there was I think twenty people. <laughs> oh no! So I'm like terrified. Unacceptable. So what's that? Everyone does four minutes. I probably I probably just get in there and be like, I gotta go. Hopefully, it, I hate it when there's a show like that. And it's like okay, showcase time, and then everyone's doing fifteen minutes. It's like some that I I really love the guy who hosts this, but that has happened. So we'll see. He usually keeps it pretty tight, but even then, even if it's tight, you might go up after thirteen people, you know. So we'll see. But but hey, it's not an open mic. It's a book. No, show. it's not an open mic. It's booked. You know. Yeah. Love love comedy. I love. <laughs> I'll show up. I'm grateful. For I don't all care what it is. I'll do it. I like when you get booked like at flappers, and they're like, "How many people did you bring?" It's like, what? Did I get booked on a bringer? I brought negative people. I barely brought myself. Yeah. (laughs) Be happy there's a warm body here. Yeah, I used to do shows, uh, Tammy Jo Deeran, and she would always be like, how many, uh, are you bringing people? And I'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. That's just not. (laughs) That is the experience I'm talking about. It was one of her Oh, it was? (laughs) Yeah, and she, and someone said, oh, how many people did you bring? And I texted her and I said, did I get booked on a bringer show? And then she said, yeah, some people are divas about it. Ah! And I was like, oh, I won't be doing your show or any other one. She makes a lot of money off those fucking shows. Yeah, no, that's not a redeeming quality. Yeah, it's, uh... (laughs) Sorry, talking shit. She, um... Naming names. When I came back from Chicago, she, I met her, and she sent me an email saying, here are the shows that I book, you should do some. And I swear to God, this email scrolled forever. Oh, yeah, they're very intense. How many Lots of different font colors. And she just goes and picks up the check. She doesn't even show up. Like, she wasn't at this thing. I actually like. I don't totally dislike her. I've had fun at her shows, I've but heard I. That. I've but heard I did that tell her I was like, I'm not bringing anyone. I've only heard that she's uh, actually a nice person. Yeah. So I shouldn't talk smack, but she did call me a diva. I've like, first <laughs> of all, thank you because I immediately I'm in a, a classification with Cher. Yes. I mean, I don't. Oh, know you just diva. reminded me to do my new diva bit. Tonight. Let's hear it. Thanks. <laughs> Preview it, please. It's about how, like, if you go shop at like the big girl stores, everything's named diva. Oh right. And it's like, do I have to be a bitch to get a supportive bra? <laughs> okay, that's you get it. 
Whatever. Do you do it in that voice? <laughs> yeah. Do I have to be a bitch to get us a bonnet, brah? That's my Howard Kramer. <laughs> wow, yours is better than mine. Trumped yeah. again. Get on. Um, yeah, that's about it. Let's but, uh, drop her off like a we'll block see if away. I don't get Gives you some street This is my really dirty car right here, guys, on the right. Oh, wow. So oh, you can nice. see it in person. I like it. Like Covered with shit. Perfect. My <laughs> license plate has been diagonal falling off for three years. Did you ever get a ticket for that? No. It's so nice when I see other people with it, because it's like they're my brethren... Like, I feel connected to them. Yeah, how are you supposed to fix that anyway? You don't, I can't, I've tried. Just a flathead screwdriver. No, it doesn't, like, the thing's broken, whatever. There's no metal there? There's no metal to Yeah, it's all, like, cracked and fucked up. Uh, one time I just glued my, it was swiveling like that, and I just put some glue on the bumper. Yeah, that'd probably work. I just... the last owner of this car, glue it. Yeah. Barbara, thank you Thanks for the advice. Thanks. You bet. Glue. That's advice to everyone. Let's end it on a topic that sounds like made everyone depressed. Lou <laughs> uh, oh. will fix almost everything. Oh you guys, I God. bet this has to be. This guy has to be on the show, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Isn't that funny? Like comedians. Yeah. I, either he's that familiar. or he just loves comedy. He's familiar. <laughs> he's got the required plaid shirt. He definitely has the look. Yeah. And some black frame glasses. And don't get me started on that belly. <laughs> That's you know, not nice. you just really, really impressive. <laughs> it was like a, he was. Uh, <laughs> he was started just, on that belly. <laughs> just stolen a. Please let that jam. be your punchline. <laughs> Don't get me started get me on that st- belly. Don't get me started on that belly. And then the audience like, get started, get started. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that this would be my get her done? <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening to Do You Need a Ride. Thank you, oh, Barbara. Do you have you, anything to yeah, plug? When is this coming out? Do you uh, know? Monday. Oh, um, I'm going to be... Well, I have a show every Friday at Sauce... Or, fuck, at DeSano Pizza in East Hollywood called Sauce. It's a so, great show yeah, and great pizza. The pizza's insane. So it's, it's every so Friday good. at 8 p.m. If you're in L.A. and you like pizza and you like comedy, go to DeSano. It's yeah. such a fun show. It's and really fun. Always hosted by someone great. And tell us about your podcast, uh, my podcast is called Lady to Lady on the Max Fun Network, uh, and it's hosted with me and Brandy Posey and Tess Barker, and we that have guy, a funny girl on. Did you guys see that guy's funny walk? He was def- <laughs> he's definitely on the show. <laughs> yeah, those noodle arms. He's the closer, I think, with those arms. Yeah. yeah. Get started. Get started. Get Look start- also at his belly. <laughs> Um, thank you for listening to Do You Need a Ride? Thanks, Barbara. Thank you guys for the ride. Go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Oh, yes, please review us on iTunes. And, uh, thank you for being on, Barbara. Thank thank you. You've been listening (laughs) to Do You Need a Ride, (laughs) D-Y-N-A-R. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim Give us time and date Terminal and gate We wanna send you off in style We wanna welcome you back home Tell us all about it Were you scared or was it fine? Malphorn
Uh, with Karen and Cress. <laughs>